Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GM, GM, Tuesday, January 24th, 2023, look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day, I got my co, I mean, technically, Mando's the host, so you have to say, I got my co, <laughs> yeah, I got my co-host today, broken OSF, you know what it is, it's Tuesday, 24th of January. Beautiful day to have a beautiful day. No, you can't do it. OSF <laughs> is better at it. Um, I think I think OSF's impersonation of me is better. That was good. Yeah, but Ovi's really good at this. Are we going to give Ovi a chance to, to enter the show this morning? No. Uh, okay. Nice. So, <laughs> he's not going to say any words. As, as per normal. He, 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 I was on a, I I was was a group call like... with OSF last night. With quite an important call. Like It was like a, we, we were talking to someone. He just gets up in the middle of the call and just starts spring cleaning his desk throughout the whole room. <laughs> Didn't say a word the whole call. I like, said hi and bye. I said hi and bye. <laughs> you guys are so funny. I'm, um, so we got rugged this morning. So we're here. You know, I got my co-host in the house. Oh, Seth and Mando. Oh, wow. Look, Mando, you can pull numbers. It's pretty good. I like that. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> above 100? Yes. And so, so you know, we are live. So basically, I tried to start a space. didn't work. Current zone space again didn't work. So we went live. We're live on video as well, uh, as usual. You already know if you guys want to tweet that and come watch us on video. We're going to be sharing the screen as always. Also, uh, put out another tweet around the space with the new link. If everybody could do me the kind favor of uh, retweeting uh, the space to let people. I even had our team, Jay Z, Jazz. Like, Yo, where the fuck is the show? I'm like, wait, <laughs> it's coming here. I sent you guys a tweet to, to share out. But today on the show, today, today, as usual, macro crypto NFT daily summary, sewer passes pump, uh, proof conference news, artifact pod burning, uh, Azuki news uh, with the wake up video trailer. Uh, Doodles had some news yesterday morning. We talked about it already a little bit. Did we? Did we? Yeah, a little bit, I think. Um, and but there's news from all over the place. It's pretty rare. Like within 24 hours, back, it was like a lot of like NFT news coming out this uh, this uh, this week. Uh, so definitely gonna chat about that. And Porsche NFTs, Porsche NFTs, banger, a banger of an of an NFT. Congratulations to the company that that advised them. Uh, you know, for being probably the worst. Uh, advising firm in, in NFTs in 2023 so far. <laughs> there's still not even like, there's still over 6,000 left. But we'll talk about that. Maybe ties into the Nat Geo drop. Uh, and then we can talk about, you know, why do major, major brands uh, keep on just like failing us? Uh, so, you know, if you're, if you're interested in the topic, you definitely request to speak, come chat. I think we're going to have some people come up uh, as well uh, a little later for the show. Uh, so definitely feel free. And again, uh, we're streaming live on video for those of you who are interested. And, 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 and of course, um, again, today, um, you'll be able, um, you'll be able to uh, earn Rug Token uh, for being part of the part of the show. So just go to rug.fm forward slash rewards. I think we're, 
Did we close in a thousand opt-ins? That would be pretty cool, actually, if we hit that today. But a thousand people already opted in, and they can uh, nine hundred ninety-eight. Awesome! Two more people, and we had a thousand during the show. Uh, basically, you can you know earn rock token like within like a couple clicks. Uh, Mando, I just need you to maybe um, make us co-host or add Rug Radio's account on stage. They're requesting special request from JC. Mando's not used to it anymore. So, fun fact: uh, when we were, uh, <laughs> when Francisco gets his phone away, he's so funny on video. <laughs> Um, you look tall on video, by the way. Uh, but, man. I mean, you're pretty wow. tall. Uh, but you know, for for those of you who don't know, actually, when we first started the show, it used to be Mando, uh, always launching the show. Uh, he was the one, you know, running titles, running the show. That's what back when we were in the mud. I remember that. Uh, there it is. The <laughs> is that what we call the period before you joined? <laughs> no, the period of GM Web Yeah, when we were GM NFTs. Mando used to every every morning. Mando would start the show. He would be like, "Hey, man, how are you?" And that was it. That was the intro. <laughs> <laughs> we we've grown. We we've grown some legs, and we've you know those legs have now are 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 run. They're they're running. They're they're sprinting, and uh, and we're we're going hard. So you know what to do. Retweet the space. Let the people know that Gem Web Three is actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> we got like ultra rugged. It's so funny. I I put everything title wise uh, at the top as usual. But anyways. Anyways, 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 without further ado, let's get this party going. Daily Market Report, brought to you by Rug Radio. Okay, what's the word? Hey guys, so we have a strong today in equities. I think we closed up 1.8, 2.8%, I think it was, maybe a little bit less than that on, on US stocks. It looks like today we're down about 0.5%, so just giving back a small amount of those gains, but the S&P 500 is still above that psychological 4K level. Um, interest rates worth just keeping an eye on. They've been drifting a little bit higher in this week. I think we're, we're just north of 3.5% on 10 years. It's dropped back down a little bit, but um, that's been creeping higher. Uh, and then crypto is still pretty strong and resilient. It's kind of it's weird price action there. Like Bitcoin seems to be one of the strongest things that's Leaving this market, and we're, we're literally right. On, we've been right on the cusp of twenty three k for for a few hours now. We're at twenty two point nine. Send it. Um, yeah, <laughs> ETH has been lagging. ETH is at like sixteen twenty, um, and altcoins have been strong. Like a, a few different altcoins, like Solana, uh, Matic, Ape, uh, stuff like Magic, etc. Had a, had a strong day yesterday. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was looking at? Like Axie has been strong. A few different things have been strong and almost like outperforming. It's a weird one because I guess like if you do have a real bull run and you have like a, uh, if you do get towards an altcoin season, I don't know if we're there yet or not, but you will see altcoins outperform ETH, but it's weird to see Bitcoin outperform ETH. Like everything's outperforming ETH basically. It's not just altcoins, it's also Bitcoin, which is kind of like a little bit weird price action. I'm not really sure what's causing that, but um that's what's been going on there for the, for the last couple of days. It looks like ETH is, is just underperforming everything. What's um? So what's the play here, Ovi? What's going on, Mando? Ovi, what's uh? Where are we going next here? We've been going sideways for a bit. Mando promised me generational wealth. Um, he promised me ETH at two K. I think I told you six fifty then two thousand. I think. I think <laughs> um, you did say that you you had it on the dot. I mean, we did top at like sixteen seventy eight ish for like okay. a second, but it was really around the six sixteen fifty was like the like it was it. You call that pretty right? Bitcoin's so although a lot of altcoins do look kind of primed, Bitcoin 
has had a really strong run, right? So it does look slightly overbought on some of the technical indicators. I think it could retreat slightly here. Um, so it's something to be aware of. But I don't think um, Ape, sorry, ETH is has uh, still looks like it could it could go quite a bit higher. So unless ETH starts outperforming Bitcoin, you could have that, and you could have ETH going up even though Bitcoin's going slightly lower. But I suspect we're going to have to consolidate around this level for a little bit. Maybe have one down day, just like we kind of had before. Do you remember when it went to fifteen? It couldn't break through 1,600, and then it went right back down to 1,500. I think we're going to have to have a similar sort of move here. I did say increasingly as you get to higher levels, because it's not really been that volatile a move up. Like, yeah, it's it's gone up and down a little bit, but it's not really been that volatile a move up. It's going to get increasingly volatile as we get above 1,600, 1,700 area. So don't expect for this to be an up-only grind every single day, I think, from here. I think we're going to have some big down days and then i think they're going to be consolidated and then we're going to go up from there so that's what i'm i'm expecting here one down day which we then consolidate around and then push on from there where east you know could go, could drop briefly below 1600 again um before we can kind of push on higher to like 1800 area 1900 area but i think there's anything to be like i mean i'm just talking about very small technical moves here um if you're thinking about this over a month long time horizon i think there's a lot of room still for ETH um, and crypto to run. Yeah, it was uh, last night on the night show, we had a, a Udi come up and Udi was telling us, he was like, hey, Bitcoin's going to run. Bitcoin's going to run. <laughs> it will. It yeah. will. Like You can't look at gold right now and not think Bitcoin could go on a run. Um, gold's hitting new highs every single day um, and mm-hmm. Bitcoin is still down. 60% from its highs um, I think a lot of people will start to look at it again as a good inflation hedge uh, going into this year the dollar has not been as strong as it has been over um, the last few years even it's gone through a little period of weakness here so again Bitcoin looks looks a little bit cheap as an inflation hedge uh, versus fiat currency so um, yeah I think I think it will run I just think I just think it's been on a very big run uh, relative and this is not a big like a massive run we've uh in terms of percentage terms but it's it's versus recent volatility so like remember we had that period of like a month where bitcoin and ether didn't really move and now we've had a move of of like 30 40 percent in the in the space of about three weeks that's why people say that these things are overbought because they look very overbought versus the period prior to that now that's very backward looking looking but normally you do tend to see volatility go up when that happens um and I suspect we'll have a, it'll go a bit more zigzaggy than it has been um, recently. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll see where that goes uh, next. How is our ape coin doing? How how's that going? I know people are still burning it. Uh, I mean, spending it on uh, on uh, on Dookie Dash uh, all day long. Which, by the way, it's wow. It's a, it's no longer number thirty. It's twenty ninth. Flip near. Look at that. Uh, right between Lido Dow and uh, and uh, and uh, and near protocol. At a two billion dollar market cap, it's pretty uh, pretty impressive. Um, still, yeah. But the impressive thing about that is that if, if you look at it on a diluted market cap value, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot higher, right? Yeah, fully diluted so, says five five eight. Right, exactly. So, on a fully diluted market cap, it's I mean, Matic is about eight, right? It would be it would take it probably into the top twenty. Um, wow. Yeah, that's impressive. It's like why? What's Matic at fully diluted? Well, let me see. 
to compare. It's about nine billion for Lee Daddy. Uh, yeah, ten on the dot. Interesting. Feels low. It feels low, doesn't it? The thing is, yeah. the thing about the low market cap is, I just don't think it's like the be all end all valuation. Like, it's the only thing you ever hear people talk about when they're trying to compare tokens uh-huh. and coins. But if you think about like traditional finance, there's like literally hundreds of different metrics that you use to value something. Don't just look at um, if you're valuing a stock. Don't just look at that stock's market cap, right? You look at multiples. You look at all these different stat, all these different stats, which lets you compare things apples to apples. And I think people just looking at fully diluted market caps and comparing Ape to Matic, it doesn't really make sense. There are probably smarter. Well, I, I would agree with you, but Ape Ape has massive unlocks this year. If it wasn't that case, if it was like, oh right, well this was a very a long like if. Let me have a look at which other ones have first. Like even Matic, for example. Yeah. Although it has a ten billion dollar market cap, the so Matic has got a nine billion dollar current market cap and a ten billion dollar fully diluted market cap. That would appear like the majority of it has been vested, right? But actually, it's a bit of a scam because the majority of it's been vested to the Matic Foundation, who are then doing all these deals with people. So, um, but there is this perception that that will be a slower release of the tokens. Than potentially something like Ape, where you could have a large amount of VC supply um, over the next twelve months. So I, I do I know what you mean, and that like it's not the be all end all, but I do think for Ape it is relevant here because it's it's um it is it's the next twelve months. Like the, a lot of it gets unlocked in the next twelve months with staking. In fact, yeah. I think it's very impressive the way that it has moved. Like to get up to this level with that much supply coming. I think is is very very impressive, um, but if the staking unlock doesn't affect the fully diluted market cap, right? That stays the same. It affects the undiluted market cap. Sorry, yes, the undiluted market cap. Yeah, right. But I think if, if you're looking at FTV and you're talking about supply increasing from staking, it doesn't really doesn't make sense, right? Because the FTV doesn't change. Right, but the current market cap does change. So it's the difference between yeah. the two. Of them, I think well, it's quite a big deal. Yeah, but I'm just saying that like, we were comparing the FTVs of five billion to of six billion to nine billion, but that won't change with staking unlocks. No, no, that's true. But do you not think that 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 makes it even more relevant? Like um, the difference between those two would would imply that that's actually what we could be get, getting at towards the end of this year. Yeah, because it's, it's a near term unlock. We're talking about a current market cap going quite very close to where where Matic is going to be. I thought we were talking about the diluted market caps, not the current market caps. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the difference between the two of them. So, like, we're now talking about a current market cap of ApeCoin going quite close to its fully diluted over the next 12 months. If that wasn't the case, if it wasn't going to go close to that value um, over the next 12 months, I agree with you. I don't think it's that relevant. What's the the current market cap of ApeCoin. ApeCoin market cap Just is over 2, billion. 2 billion and then the fully dilute is 5.8. I'm going to pull it up right. right now on the screen. Yeah, it's 2.1. 2.1 and 5.8. So it's the same as like Axie Infinity had a, had a similar sort of thing where it had some insane fully diluted market cap and so did Gala. It does feel as though I, I, I feel far more bullish in it, just what we spoke about yesterday. Like the other two coins and most other gaming coins are played to earn. And this doesn't seem to be the case. It seems to be suddenly pay to play. Um, and people are willing to burn their ApeCoin. That, that really does change a gaming, a gaming token's complete tokenomic structure to me. That makes it very much more bullish. 
That's it. I still don't understand I, the difference, uh, but that was very interesting. How do you, uh, I mean, it's, it's simple, right? Like you, you play Action Infinity, they would give you a point which you'd sell. <laughs> no, but I mean, whatever's going on on the Ego side, I mean, of course, like the whole like uh, eight point is great. I mean, you know, they've, I don't know how many there are. I was sharing the contract yesterday. It's probably a lot more now. I mean, if you're sharing, I'm going to share my tab here. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's much higher than yesterday. It's, now we're at 103,000 eight point um, that we used in, in the, in the two Kitash game. So I'm sure that only, um, that only helps when it comes to uh, when it comes to, to to the actual coin. And I think I think all of this though, like a lot of it, correct me if I'm wrong, seems like speculation. On like, well, if this is a success like that, because you can already call it a success. I mean, we're a couple of days in, like a few days in. Is that in people are speculating on that's going to be the currency of the other side, and therefore this is why this is like why I believe in it more. I think like and even us, like in the back when we're talking about like we're like, oh, this is a good first test for what other side could become. Um, and 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 a good use of the uh, of the ape coin. So when you look at the contract, smart contract here, um, there's been uh, a hundred thousand, hundred and three thousand ninety eight ape coin at five dollars eighty five cents that have been used um, to for boost and power ups. I'm sure we're going to see more and more and more as we get closer to the due date on February eighth. So you still have, there's still like a like it's like thirteen days. Is that what it is more like almost two weeks left of this. And what when did when did this open? February January nineteenth, I think. So we're five days in. 100k yeah. ape coin. Let's say you have over 10 days left, 12 days left. There's going to be over 300, 400,000 ape coin used just for this game. So it's uh, it's interesting the way uh, the think, way the way she goes here. Yeah, I think the the amount might even go up. I'm just thinking in my head because it's increasingly becoming difficult to get um, high scores right without using the ape coin. Like to actually get a relevantly high score, you need to be using the ape coin boost right now. People have gone um, way too good at this game. Exactly. <laughs> it's not um, unfair. What's the so high maybe score people now? will start burning more. I don't know. Yeah. The, people have gone way, way, way too good at Duke that shit. Like I was looking at some videos. I know we were trying to get someone on to come and stream while we're <laughs> while we're hosting. So if you're if you're a Duke Dash expert, you know, you can yeah, feel free to slide in the DMs and, and, and come and, and, and play while we're uh, while we're while we're hosting. But it's uh it's getting a little it's getting a little crazy. But anyways, 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 enough with the coins. Back to our favorite things, and that's NFTs. Can you dig it? Yeah, GM, everyone. So, again, zero passes. Uh, so, a lot of people playing the game. What you've seen is that the lower tier and the highest tier seem to be doing the best. But the middle tiers, tier two and tier three, are kind of not really moving as much. So those lower tier, uh, tier ones, have basically doubled. Um, and everything else is only up kind of one ETH. And then the upper tier ones have gone from trading at about four to trading about seven and a half. So that's up like 50%. So you're seeing either you want to play it and you're a good player and you can get a tier, tier one up to a high score. Or you're an amazing player, and the only way for you to break into the top 1,000 is to own a Tier 4. So it feels as though that's what people are doing, the majority of them. You've seen a big compression between those those first three yeah. tiers, for sure. Um, a massive volume still. Like, you're seeing 4,000 each worth of volume on the sewer passes just over the last 24 hours. So massive engagement. Um, just, just good to see, really. Like, uh, it's fun. With Everyone's the royalties, the too. You know? 
they, I, I'm gonna keep reminding people that they're getting paid the royalties on top of that, that five percent, right? Because yeah, they, so it's a thousand ETH at this stage. Um, you know, they're over twenty thousand ETH in volume. So at twenty k ETH in volume, that's a thousand ETH that went to Yuga Labs. So think about this: like a thousand ETH they made with this game. So at uh, at sixteen hundred ETH, you know, that's a whole lot of money. You know, they've made uh, one point six million dollars, and on top of that, six hundred thousand worth of ape that was spent. Um, yeah. So. Pretty successful for a five-day-old game, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. Like, I think this will change how a lot of people think about how you can build a game. Um, this will definitely... Those sort of economics will make proper gaming houses think, all right, okay, this could be something that we could get involved in. Um, other than that, you saw a little bit of light fud, I thought I saw on the timeline around the Proof the proof announcement. Remember, Proof is doing the big, their big conference. They, they said that February would be the be the majority of their announcements there's talk about high rise there's talk about the coins there's talk about various different uh, art utilities which i think they're going to try and build out in the next 12 months um that conference looks like it's going to be free for for proof uh collective holders but it's going to cost um for moonbirds moonbird oddities holders but they have like a two for one you got like fifty percent off, I think it is. Oh, so it says. So I'm sharing the official proof conference account. Like they got the golden badge here. Uh, Moonbirds holders are eligible to purchase two discounted tickets. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like I don't know. So how much are the tickets? I don't care how fucking much are the tickets. It could be a dollar oh. for what it's worth. Like <laughs> here I, he comes. I, like it's, here he it's, comes. It's... <laughs> Somebody's annoyed about. It. No, I'm not. I've had my shit staked or nested, mind you. That's what they want to call it forever. I didn't claim one of my things. I have two Moonbirds. I paid 32 and 35 ETH respectively at 3K ETH a pop. Okay? Dead. Like, yeah, of course, dead. And I forgot to tax us, harvest them. It's fine. I think my shit is still running right now, so I can still do it. This is, I was holding on to them because I was thinking, like, what you were saying, like, you were actually, it's your fault. Because you kept coming on the show. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But you were saying, you know, Jan and Feb are big months for them. Like, whatever, how low can it go? It's already at seven or eight. I don't think it goes lower. And it clearly hasn't. Like, it kept getting bought up to seven or eight. So I'm like, okay, I'll hold it. And I'll see what happens in Jan and Feb. And I'm like, cool. Like, I can't wait because I'm expecting, like, you know, maybe Jan and Feb. If you're seeing high rise, all this, like, you see a little bit of a pump. I was thinking maybe I catch a, a sale above 10 ETH. Honestly, mm. ge- genuinely, that was my play. I was like, I'll take a loss, but at least I can get around 10 ETH per, right? Because I'm already losing a lot of ETH. Um, and. But then I'm seeing this, and I'm just like, damn it. Like, even VCon, <laughs> he made it that all the V Friends holders had free tickets. And then he found a way to cleverly, like, you could sell the ticket. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he figured it out, right? And so if you're going to call yourself Proof Conference to, like, literally go and, like, and, 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 and compete, compete, right? You're trying to compete with VCon. This is what it is, right? Not, it's not like I'm saying they're trying to compete, like, and be like, you know, enemy, whatever. I'm just saying, like, Technically speaking, during the conference game. So technically, like, it's similar. Also, I'm pretty sure this is around VCon time. Like, when is VCon? Let me check again. Let me March, check my... Believe, uh, right? Or is it April? No, bro. It's literally so close to VCon, bro. Hold on. Let me get my email for Indianapolis. It's May 18th to 20th. So it's literally the weekend right. before VCon. Literally, it's exactly huh. a week. Exactly a weekend before VCon. Where is the proof conference? Uh, DTLA, in- which is fire. You go to LA, then you go to the Indianapolis. I'm all for it. Yeah. But and actually, when's NFC? NFC Portugal. But anyways, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this is gonna be coming a little crazy. Oh, that's in June. You're fine. But it's just like, and then you're charging people for the ticket. I don't get it. Like two tickets are fifty percent off. At least give one free per. How holder. much is the ticket? Do you know? I'm trying to find out right now. Um, I only saw it was two for fifty percent off, but 
that I know what you mean. I don't know how much a conference like that costs, but it does feel millions, like millions. It does cost millions. Money. Yeah, it costs yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. But they get it those sponsored. Like, like even then, the, like Gary V had the whole thing sponsored, so I wouldn't put it yeah. past Kevin Rose and his team to get the whole thing sponsored too, right? So how? That's the other thing. I, I guess I would say <laughs> is this the is this the first one? This is the first one. It has a great trailer. I'm putting the trailer on video. It's awesome. Look, don't get me wrong. This is awesome. I just don't get it. I don't think there's a better funded team in. Dude, they raised fifty million dollars on top of making like fifty million dollars on the drop. Yeah, so it does surprise me, perhaps, that the first one isn't free. Um, so is it not sponsored? Even Eight Fest was free, and I know that costs millions, right? Yeah. Tickets on sale January. There's no prize. Proof of conference. Yeah, it seems they maybe they were waiting to see people's reaction and didn't put a price on purpose. I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's is, no. Do you think this is just a build up though? Like, I I like Kevin when particularly when he came on the show, but oh, it Kevin feels as though awesome. whatever they do, they seem to get quite a lot of criticism for at the moment. Am I well, right then, reading that wrong? Like, it just feels as though people are like, just, just it's, it's mm, whatever they seem to announce. I always hear controversy the last like four. Or well, five that, what does that tell you about? about it is i that, know but is, is that, that just, is, is this, is, that's what i'm basically trying to say is this the buildup of of frustration or is this is this actually i saw some pretty loyal holders express yeah. that they weren't happy on the timeline yesterday how much uh how much did you pay for your moon bird fruit don't, don't, don't do that yeah, you you you, honestly, you remember I, him and him and aoki <laughs> you, you, honestly <laughs> you're honestly such a dick like i swear <laughs> to god like is, you, is that that's higher than where the proof pass is now right <laughs> Is that no? I was just, I was just trying to, I was just trying to compare. Yeah, you want to make fun of me? OSF, here, OSF here. sub forty five tier one passes. Like, why don't you make fun of me? The other day, here. So, <laughs> here, enjoy, either. enjoy, enjoy. Look at the screen here. Uh, Moonbirds five eight three nine. Uh, right here, right here. Nine months ago, thirty five ETH. How much was ETH then? It was two point nine, so three K ETH at at thirty five. So you do the math. It's a good looking one. Yeah, I mean he's going to space. He's going to the moon. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> he's going to he looks, the moon. He looks really that that looks face. Pissed. That is the that is the right face for that moon, but isn't it really? Like, he's pissed. Frontal, yeah. He's pissed. <laughs> like my moonbird's like, yo, I want my proof pass. My moonbird's not happy. Uh, you're a moonbird's holder, maybe. And I I already said, look, I like this guy's what, cool. what are you? Why? Uh, what are you looking forward to with moonbirds? Like, what what is what is the stuff that they're bringing out? Selling that you it. might think it's, it's the coin and it's the it's high high rise right high rise is the metaverse but I, that seemed to be a bit on the back burner. Well, it takes no, it's not back burner. I think it takes a long time to build a whole yeah, media. I, imagine, yeah. I mean, this is yours. So my my, I just so I just I thought until now, I thought it was one free ticket and the second one half off, which is totally fine. By the way, I don't expect to have a plus one when I have an NFT. Totally fine. Like, which is why I sometimes I have multiple of an NFT. Like, I'll just. Get multiple tickets. Like the Azuki is always like that. It's like one Azuki's one entrance, right? And then I can get more tickets if I have more Azuki's, which is totally fine. Like I'm, but why would you charge? Like I get it. Maybe charge an Oddities holder fifty percent off. That I get right because your Oddity was a free airdrop, and then like the floor is much lower, so it's a second tier NFT technically speaking to the Moonbird. Um, so I would expect that, but or but like if you're on like a Proof Pass or like a Moonbirds, I don't know how much a, it, it is if you have a Proof Pass. I got to check, but. Uh, see, here you go. Show that you're making money, though. This so here prime, you go. Maybe a prime example of a of a you getting funded. So and one free ticket per money. pass. One free ticket. Free, yeah, so it's one that you're, you're. It's one free ticket for proof pass holders. 
Yeah. And then Moonbirds holders is two discounted tickets. And then Oddities holders is one discounted ticket. It just doesn't add up to me. Like the Moonbirds, I don't know. And it seems like. Is it, what I mean is, was this actually why you hold a, a Moonbird? Was this like, was this what you were? Or no. is this just, it seems to be a bit of uproar around because people are getting frustrated around actually other stuff. Because I, I don't know, like, it feels like people weren't owning Moonbirds so that they could get a free ticket to the proof conference or well, am proof I really, conference was a big deal really when they announced wrong? the proof conference you're not wrong like when they announced the proof yeah. conference and it was i remember i watched the video we co- probably covered it as a matter of fact like when they announced proof conference like I, that was something i personally as a holder i was like because I, I i'm hyped for like i was hyped for like what they're doing with um with alexis and high rise and you know if there's gonna be a token hmm. you know i'm like hey like maybe i'm gonna make some money there whatever like full disclosure i'm like fuck it like let's see what's up and like and when i That's think why of, it's tiny. you don't own it for a, yeah. a conference ticket like you own it because of other stuff right? well, when so, they announced when they announced the ticket like the proof conference i was kind of hyped for that because like i was like well kevin rose is like really big in that industry and it's probably like vcon for me was a really cool experience mm-hmm. like i really genuinely appreciated vcon but I didn't need to be a VFriend holder to go there. And if, if I wanted to, it's a much cheaper entry point, right? I could have gotten a VFriend, get a ticket for VCon. Even the VCon ticket went to like two ETH at some point after the fact, like or one ETH. Like that was crazy, right? And it was a tradable asset. And it was like Snow for a collab. Like that's cool, right? This is straight up like, it's not even, at least like in the, I don't know why they're not even giving the price. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like what's with like the comms? Like, cause I, like, I don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And I think I'm allowed to like express that if I have two Moonbirds at this stage. But it's just like from a holder perspective, I'm just confused at this stage what I'm holding for. Like if I have to pay for everything every time. Like I don't know. Like we're we're not funded like they are. And like we don't make our holders take their wallets out for anything once they walk into one of our events. And we don't have like a hundred million dollars in our treasury. So I just don't understand. It's like literally like for me, it's a mindset thing. Like the fact you don't even think about that is like, how do you look into like, do you treat your holders as you're just like, you're turning to artif- what Artifact is doing? Artifact getting FUD. I'm best friends with all three founders. I love them. I have a massive Artifact bag and I, I'm excited to talk right now about the burning thing because I'm sure there's cool stuff coming on. And that was some news yesterday because they're clean, trying to clean house, but this is like similar route. Like, I just don't get it. It's like, we just keep on getting treated like, like that from like projects at the top. I hold one of each top 10 projects just to see where it goes. I have my doodle, I have my moonbirds, ape, whatever it is, one of each. And it's just like, I don't know, like Cool Cat's got more shit for less. For too much here? Do you think everyone's just asking for too much here? Like, we, How is it asking for too much? Trading fees are going to zero and think of alternative revenue streams. And Trading fees are going to zero, but you also are the one who decided to go CC zero on top of that to crush completely like the, the chances of your holders building This is IP. what I think it is. Like, I think it's, it's just, just added, it's it, building yeah. up a bad blood around other stuff, which is then now boiling over about something like this. That's that's what I think it is. I think it's, I think this to me doesn't feel like this doesn't this doesn't feel to me like the reason why you own a Moonbird, but this feels like a reason why you can suddenly get annoyed. <laughs> yeah, and by, by all means, like we're me. we're Kevin Rose yeah. fans and friends. Like Kevin Rose coming on the show was fucking yeah. fire. He's great. He's a great founder. He's dope. I just found out I didn't know he was CEO of Hodinkee for a moment. It's like my favorite watch uh, news. Um, it's like website. I didn't even know it. Did you guys know that he's like a huge watch guy? I just found he's out. He's like, a silent week. founder of a few different things. Yeah, yeah. like, like he uh, like I I I still stand by that. Like I think like my I wanted to have like. Instead of angel investing, at some point I was like, because angel investments, like you you can mark them off. You won't see them for five mm-hmm. to 10 years. So I was like, and I don't treat buying NFTs as holding a stake in a company by all means. So I don't want to confuse with that. But I was like, I want exposure, like liquid exposure, because NFTs are liquid exposure to 
the top projects. That's how I approached it last year. I was like, I want exposure to a few different projects. I still even have like two or three cats, right? And things like that. But then I look at this and I'm like, well, like, okay, I don't know. It just, I, I understand what I, I, I saw some frustration from some folders on the timeline and you got to acknowledge that, but we'll see what happens again. Like I'm sure they adapt, they change, they think they listen. They, some of them, the community managers, they listen to our show every day. Like I'm sure they adapt and change. It's not like FUD or like, yo, we like, Oh, like they're going to zero because they didn't give a moonbirds a free fucking ticket. Cause there's also a lot of moonbirds, but it's just interesting. Um, uh, to see what's going to happen there um, on the, on that. Anyway, front. look, I don't I think don't this know. is. I don't think this is fatal for a project like no. that. I don't think it's that big a deal. It just feels like this is more. Sense. I don't own a moonbird. I wouldn't even call this like major fud, but it does feel as though. Okay, so they expect like, discount tickets to be. Stuff. There's a price. So, yeah, the discounted tickets look like they're going to be point seventy five e's, and so oh, that's fifty okay, percent. That's, that's after fifty percent discount. That means that the ticket that's is one and a half e's. So- that's a lot for a. So what's seven point seventy five ETH times six hundred and twenty? So that's uh twelve hundred dollars. Like that means that if I want to go, I have two moonbirds. I'm gonna go me and Vanessa to LA, get the proof conference. I'm dishing out twenty five hundred USD just to go to a conference. I can go to LA and meet with all the people I'll meet at the conference, or like literally right now, I probably have them on my phone book. I'll get Zoom calls going on for the same price, and I get the whole like IRL thing, yada yada yada, which is great, and I love that. That's why we go to conferences, but you know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know? Yeah, there you go. Proof yeah. of conference. Hi there. This copy is accurate. We do expect discounted tickets to be priced at 0.75. That's from the official Golden Badge account themselves. So, yeah. Okay. So, it is what it is. That seems high to me. I don't know how many outside people will be buying. And they do cool like, meetups, right? They went to like, meetup. How much is, how much is like NFT NYC? <laughs> like, some of those tickets were going for like eight hundred dollars, weren't yeah, they? But so maybe maybe and, they're looking at that and thinking, well, this is. But NFT NYC is, is not an accurate representation of what it should be. Like we 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 dished out on NFT NYC. I went at it. Betty went at it. Ryan, like everybody, fucking like like NFT. Like Azuki yesterday said they're not going to be an NFT NYC. Mordeip said they're not going to be an NFT NYC. Like everyone's ditched the, the official NFT NYC branded thing because they're charging too much. So that's not a model to follow. Like I don't know, um, you know, like. That even like Shia on the timeline saying that's a good point uh, about proof and uh, even their party in Miami or Basel was free for holders, uh, and you went to Portugal Portugal meetup I think or in Europe you went Mando you bought an oddity to be able to go to a meetup and you said a great time because they I did, had a great time yeah you said it was one that of your favorite things it was intimate it was good yeah met a lot of people I don't know um, so a little bit of fun there it looks it looks like um. There seems to be is it I don't know if it's a burn or like a transformation of the artifact pod pods, I think, today. Um so those are those are active. I think the the floor was going up to uh anyway. It was it was up like fifty percent, I think about 0.4 area. Um so maybe some slightly better uh, 0.35, but a decent amount of sales, three hundred sales of the artifact oh, wow. artifact pods. So um, yeah, I would just pay attention to what you're doing there. It looks like you, you're going to transform them into um, a uh, slightly different looking pod. Looks like yeah, um, uh, there's a lot going on. Go ahead, I'll, I'll talk to the artifact stuff after. That yeah, that definitely they made an announcement. I think uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, it looks like there's going to be pod burning. Um, it, was a, it was a big tweet thread if you go onto their account, um, setting out maybe what the next few next year is going to be, kind of like for artifact. Um, and it looks like the pod burning today is going to be the, the start of that journey. So, 
good to see that being vocal. Um, you're a bit more close to that that situation. I know you speak to the founders quite a lot, and we they seem like you know they're definitely going to be here for a long time. So uh, hopefully they can they can regain the trust. It's it's just so strange here how it just it just flips right. It just flips so quickly. It seems to like me. it's like. The the proof team, which is clearly a very well funded team that's going to be here for a long, long time. Artifact, very well funded teams can be here for a long, long time, and then it just flips. Doodles same, like it can just flip against these people so quickly. Um, I I think we have to give founders a little bit of breathing space here <laughs> as well. Like it is it is a bit tough to be a founder of Web three. Like only really you yeah, have the few so projects. tough. Like once you raise a hundred million dollars, it's so fun. I think we also gotta uh, stop like fucking like I understand the whole giving founders a breathing room. Like there's a point where like yeah, you get too much and it's like again. But there's founders that are just starting up and shit, and there's founders that like have all this shit going on for them, or like that were acquired by Nike or that like, raise a hundred mil or that this and that. Like that's not the same level of founder. Like it's like it's like when people tell me well, now that you have an audience, you're put on a different like classification you have to act different well if you raise a hundred million as a founder you're not like a startup founder that has a million dollars in the bank i'm sorry you're not like mm. you're you're in a higher level you're playing a different ball game so if you're gonna play a different ball game then act, act like it you know play the part in my opinion like the day we have our brand at a billion dollar brand and now we have a lot of money in our treasury you know if if that once happens and, that, and we will work t- towards that we can't be fumbling things like we did let's say last year you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's just like, to me, and I would understand FUD, let's say in 2024, you're doing good, pulling 2021 shit or 2022 stuff, that's unacceptable. Even you see, like, when we still make little things, little mistakes here and there, like, you know, even we're like, yo, you can't be, we can't be doing these little mistakes or like these little things. Like, we're like, even before putting out a mint mechanic, like, how many fucking times did we get on the call to figure out the final mint mechanic? Like, 50 times. You know what I mean? And it's mm. just like, Things like that. I wish like sometimes they thought about it. But yeah, on a twenty twenty three journey of artifact. <laughs> That's the thread that's been at the top. So what's happening there, Mando, is that I guess they've a situation where we have a lot of NFTs out within the pods and the loot pod and the other pod and and uh and uh, and, uh you know the all the stuff, right? The shoes and the sweaters and you know the wearables and now the Animus egg project and clones and so people got very confused and like it's all over the place and so it seems like they're they're putting out some sort of like i guess it's not a roadmap but like i guess it's some sort of like a map of like where they want to you know what they're going to be achieving over this the 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 next year it seems like this huge revamp per what they're saying in terms of like their website and their inventory stuff to like separate you know all the stuff because it's got very confusing right a lot of assets in there, um, and they want to focus on quality. They did put a sneak peek of the of the Nike Murakami sneaker, which is honestly fire. Um, it's the same like uh, leather quality as the ones we got for Space Drip, so I can I can tell you guys the quality is really good because I have one. Um, and then this is the this is the pod burning, uh, Mando that you were talking about. So it says pod burning. The campaign for the Exodus yeah. is starting from tomorrow. It's the key moment for the journey to start. No mint. You choose what you want to do. Details uh, on how it'll work. So it seems like it seems like you can burn what you burn two space pods and two loot pods. Yeah, it depends on your rank of pods. I think. Yeah. See, there's two. See, that's what I'm talking about. The whole confusion is like there's a lot of pods because I remember we were airdropped um, two sets of pods uh, when it comes to. Uh, when it comes to, to artifacts. So it seems like they want to clean house. 
So that'll be interesting, guys. Like, we're going to see a brand that I think emitted a little too many NFTs try and like shrink um, NFT size in order to keep going uh, on their on their mm. on their on their ventures. Because look at this, this is my wallet, right? And like I I never like I haven't sold any artifact asset since I don't remember when. So I I held on to like six um, six clones, which got me six eggs, which got me six dunks, like monoliths, which I then opened, which got me six dunks, six vials, six this, six that, but then got me eight. It was I used to have eight, so I have eight loot pods and eight cyber pods. So see, you see what I mean? Like it's it's a lot, right? And now I have six. What is that? That's the lace engine. So it's like a <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going towards pixel vault style. Like uh, they want to avoid that. Yeah. You don't need more complexity to that situation. What I would say is that yeah, what they could use is some sort of owned marketplace, right? Or like just just a, a place where it's easy to log on, see where everything all fits together. Because there's no doubt that Artifact are going to keep producing a lot of assets, you know? And that's probably the same for a lot of a lot of projects out there. Like it's only going to get more complex with time, um, particularly for a project like Artifact, because I think they produce a lot of consumables, you would really say, like digital consumables, like different... Collabs or um, shoe drops for different uh, sports people, all this sort of stuff. So um, I think they probably just need need to get their house in order. Um, and it sounds like that's maybe what they're going to try and do with the website as well. So yeah, uh, I think that's that's probably the, the right move. That's what uh, Ben was saying in Paris uh, at the doing ledger that cocktail night. He was there. Remember before going to Japan, and I had a chat with him, and I was telling him that from what I'm seeing an outsider, but that's also really, obviously I love the artifact ecosystem. Um, like I, I'm starting to get a little confused in terms of like how there's so much going on, right? especially after the monolith two debacle, which was after the fact, but, um, and he was telling me actually that really they're genuinely reworking everything, like in terms of like mapping out, uh, and showing people exactly what's going to happen. And we're just talking on the nifty portal show with the boys. Similarly, like it was like, at some point, like some companies have way too many NFTs out and they don't know what to do with them. And it's important to like really organize in order, or else like your holders will get lost in the sauce and it's going to break everything. And I was kind of like using you guys as an example where like you guys have like the DGENs, access pass, but then you made the rec guy, which has kind of become like the face of you guys' ecosystem, but the roadmap is LOL, right? It's not like you're promising anything, but then the access pass is also going to be what you need in order to get access to all the tools that you're putting out there with your finance stuff. And then, uh, you know, tabs and then other access to other mints. But that's very clear to me. Like, I can explain to someone right now to say, hey, what's the DGN access pass ecosystem? Like, I can explain it as a holder. For a moment, I thought our ecosystem was too complicated. So what did I do before going into this PFP drop? I made sure to like, really explain and make it very clear exactly what each NFT does, but also understand it myself and make the team understand it so that we can explain it better. Membership pass, that's what you get. Regular Genesis, that's what you get. PFP, that's what you're going to get. After the fact, it's not changing. Right, it's always going to be Genesis. It's always going to yield. It's always going to be the X. You know what I mean? So, because after the PFP, we're going to have like fifty to sixty KNFTs out there, right? So, I think a lot of projects like went down the rabbit hole, like airdropping, airdropping, so airdropping. And, yeah, it, it will. It will only continue. Like this isn't. It's not. Like there's going to be fewer, fewer mids. Only. Yeah, but I think they're going to do less airdrops. Like the Pixel Vault, like really shitting the bed is like, and I'm like same thing for psychedelic anonymous when you think about it. Like, like they, they, uh, they, they. It's similar thing happened with them. Like that was a five ETH NFT. All these NFTs mm. made it complicated. It's at like 0.3 now, or like 0.4, the the main com- collection. And Voltura is still active. He didn't rug the fucking project. He goes on spaces. He tweets. He, I'm sure he's active on his Discord. I'm sure he takes care of his holders. But 
Like, it got confusing. So that's what happens with products. It's not even FUD. This is like from someone that trades the market as well and that collects. Yeah. Like, you, you don't know what you're buying. And so it's important to like, uh, put that. that's why in a way, like I understand when Kevin Rose, I guess with Proof, they made it free for Proof Pass. Moonbirds get two discounted and then, uh, and then whatever is, or they just did one discounted because if clearly now I know that Proof Pass is number one, Moonbird's number two and audience number three. It's just the way it's done. It's weird. Like even proof pass. Mm. If I put 150 ETH at top for my proof pass, you give me one ticket and one discount. I'd be yo. Like this, this should be two free tickets for proof pass, one free for Moonbird's, one discounted, and all of these two discounted. That's for sure. How They're- much? How much? Did the when Vcon did there because Mika just uh, replied and bit like they should yeah, have airdropped them. How much? How much did trading volume did the Vcon tickets see? Oh, hold on. Let me tell you. Uh, oops, that's not you. That would be interesting to see. Like, let's do you see. still make a decent amount of revenue just from trading fees? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So VCon was VCon VCon tickets here. Um, thirty-seven hundred at uh, five and a half percent. So, and that was probably with ETH slightly higher, right? That's um, uh, two hundred ETH. And 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 mind you, the whole event was sponsored. Like the whole event, like. Gary's yep. good addition is companies experts at that. So don't put it past, but like, that's what I don't get. You, they're probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, and someone can come up and like take the other side. At the end of the day, we're on the same side because we're all holders, but this event is going to be sponsored. I'm pretty sure very little amount not, of money comes out of their Probably not millions, right? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how much you sponsor an event for, but you, you can't only cover the cost of an event just sponsorship. I, Otherwise, there'd be loads of festivals. I mean, even if you don't, like you literally raise so much money so that you can. Afford yeah, that's what I think. Like I think that. I think they would have to. It's, it's once a year, bro. It's once a fucking you're... year. Like, why yeah. is it so hard to give access? <laughs> you know, it reminds me of when there was a project where you you go to their party, and someone was telling me that they were charging like almost ten bucks for a bottle of water. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you're you're you're, you're bringing your holders and you're making them pay twenty grand for a fucking NFT. And you're making them drink alcohol. On top of that, you're turning like $8 a bottle of water. Like, you know what I mean? It's like little things like that mm. that I just found outrageous. Like, I just like, I just don't get it. Call me cheap. Call me whatever the fuck you want. It's bear market after I'm looking out for people. I just know this from <laughs> when we do our own events. So like we, we, we try and make them We don't free. charge for shit, bro. I know, but like, is that sustainable over when you get to well, scale? Well, if you're doing a, if you're doing a rug radio comp, like the size of what proof is going to be or VCon, there's no chance you can do it fully everything free inside, but that's why you get sponsored. And maybe for, for uh, a holders, they get a ticket for free because they're not all going to come. Like 10,000 Moonbirds, not all yeah. 10,000 are going to use your free ticket, bro. Some of them live so far away or some of them just don't care. Or, like, what if the nesting, one of the rewards was one ticket? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's better. That's an interesting that piece. That, like, Go ahead, Austin. Nesting... Nesting is basically just uh, one of my buddies, Nitty, actually posted about that earlier. There's been very little benefit to nesting from the very beginning. And this seems like it could have been like a unique opportunity for those that had nested all the way from the jump to be given like a special discount, an extra ticket, like whatever the case may be. I also would just like to know, like, what is the North Star objective with putting on another Web3 conference? Like, I give them a lot of credit. I'm sure it's going to go really well. But is it like a revenue driver? Is it an awareness driver? Like what are, where are they going for at, at, at the prices that they've put it out? It seems like it's for the bottom line. And so it'll, it'll just be interesting to see how it plays out over the next couple of years. Dude, it's a one and a half ETH ticket. If you don't hold a fucking NFT from them, who's going to go there? That's not in the NFT space. Me, me and Obi had this chat 
actually two days ago about like what is the best way to go forward because you do wonder whether your community should just become your marketing right everyone gets everything for free and then if you're able to build good a good ip like a good conference then they are far more likely to tweet about how amazing it is if they got it for free than if they had to spend one ETH to kind of go there. So do you just do you just make that free for them and then they kind of guerrilla market anything that you build from a consumables or from a um, from a even like an event you could do it for. You have to um, buy flights. Man, have to buy. Yeah, that's man, a the way to make sh- the challenge is you know, like no one outside tens of million of the roof. dollar company, right? No one outside of the proof yeah, ecosystem exactly, really yeah. cares, right? So, like, you kind of have to sell to them until you can build awareness. I totally agree with you. Like, long term, that seems like a sustainable model. Once you have enough, like, Halo awareness outside of Web3 that people care and know about this event. But right now, like, who are you selling to outside of, like, people that are already in the proof it. ecosystem? And it's a week before VCon. The normies are all going to VCon. Just so you yeah. know, it's in a cheaper city. LA is expensive as fuck. Like, I know it's DTLA, I get it, but like, you got to buy flights to LA, you got to pay one and a half ETH for a ticket if you're not getting 50% discounted, and you're going to stay in LA. Good luck. Like, good fucking luck. Just like, like from Montreal to LA already is, a, is an expensive ticket. I know within USA, you guys are cheaper, but if you're trying to cater, so you got to do that. VCon is literally seven days later, is in, again, in a very small town city, right? Indianapolis, I've never been there, but I'm sure it's not as big as LA, not as expensive as LA. And last VCon, and they have proof of concept because last year was fucking amazing. Everybody keeps raving about it. I still do, even though I'm not a V friends holder, but I had the best time speaking there. And I cannot wait to speak there again, genuinely. And 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 we're not, you know, and that's the week after. So Austin, if you ask me, I'm a no, I hold no V friends, I hold no moonburst, I can't afford it. I can only go to one of the two events. Which one do you think I pick? Like <laughs> Yeah, I'm going I'm going to V Friends for sure. I mean I'm planning on being at both, but I completely echo everything you just said. VFriends for me, VCon was the best conference anyone put on last year. And so they've, they've built that trust that, you know, I, I fully plan on going back this year. I'm probably going to end up Is it going to be free for VCon? I mean, are you going to be eating your words though here? Is it going to be free? If you ever take it, so VFriends, the utility, one of, when he sold the VFriends was that you get three years of passes for the event. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was part okay, of the utility. So that was that's a sell. Solid. That was a sell as holders that you get three years guaranteed of conferences and then he guarantees you that he's going to throw the dopest conference and he's one for one. So mm. I could bet on that. Look at the prices compare now. If you're someone who ju- now has a lot, has money and is down to for the, is buying into the project because of the, of the mingling aspect, you now have proof and you have V friends. What do you pick? You buy a Moonbird for 70th, you have to buy a ticket on top of that. You buy a V friends, you're about to get a drop to free ticket to go to VCon. That maybe will have some secondary traction again because the last one did. <laughs> you know, motherfuckers were selling that stuff for I remember it was one eat before selling that stuff during VCon um, last year. And it wasn't during a good market. I'm pretty sure May last year was trash. I'm doing a massive uh, giveaway right now, dude. I'm doing a massive NFT giveaway. Uh-huh. It's going to be a used VCon ticket, is what the reward's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh-huh. Soby, I know it. Yo, if you understand this one. I paid for it. I, I bought mine at like 0.15. And then they did that like Snoop announcement at the end of the conference. I sold it for an ETH. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so insane. But I totally forgot. I'm sorry. I realized it's 1130 and we're ramp- r- ranting about this. The, 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 the code today to claim Rug Token is Porsche. 
<laughs> so capital no. P O R S C H E Porsche P O R S C H E rug.fm forward slash rewards and you can claim four rug token like we do every single show. Some days I do more, some days I do less. Uh today I put four rug token like I do every day. And we're at nine hundred and ninety nine members. So let's see who's gonna be our our, our thousandth member on our rewards uh program. Uh, and see where we go from there. So yeah, Porsche, P-O-R-S-C-H-E is the code to claim your rug.fm slash rewards at Rug Token. Like you do every morning on the show uh, now. So sorry about that. It's open till 1225. I opened it a little later because I'm late uh, to doing this. So you have time. If you want to opt in, you have to want a Rug Radio Genesis uh, NFT or a membership pass, and then you'll be able to get uh, your, uh, your, your thing. Um, your your well, the, the only so. other thing I wanted to mention before we went to Porsche was was NFT Worlds. I don't know if you you've seen the movie. What happened there? So NFT Worlds token is up four hundred percent in the last in the last thirty days, and NFT Worlds is back up to one point four. So it seems like Mark, who's the main dev at uh, the goat. NFT Worlds, has been building. He's the goat. He's literally the he's goat. He's been building game. Like I remember, we had him on the show. He's a smart guy. Um, I, I think it was. Maybe naive with the Microsoft thing, and it was definitely well flagged well before that that this was a massive, massive issue. But he is incredibly smart and knew what he was doing uh, to how to how to jumpstart a game. He seems to have been building in the background, and um, oh, he's a builder for sure. They're going with maybe an early release of their like maybe the early beta for the game, um, or a. Uh, an idea for a game anyway it's it's i think it's come out already or maybe it's it's just about to come out but it's um there just seems to be something moving there something to pay attention nft worlds peaked uh, just shy of 20 i think um before that was peak bull market maybe february last year uh before drifting lower and then microsoft um basically came in and banned uh all nfts um using using uh minecraft which is what the servers they were using to to uh, to do the game um, that they were originally making. It now looks like he's regrouped and, and is 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 creating a, a, a new form of game. And um, maybe you want to pay attention to he is he's he's quite vocal. He's in the community quite a lot. You often hear him on okay. um, on Spaces, and I you know I wouldn't count him out. I just no. I just think that it's. It's going to be interesting to see how that develops. It does feel like he's very dedicated to it. And that was a free mint. People always forget that NFT yeah. was a free mint. NFT like, Worlds was a free mint. That's true. He, he, literally, he literally created that out of a free mint and clearly not really working for that much at the start, apart from trading fees, which admittedly were high, but not enough to, like, I don't know, hire 50 game developers. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the token seems to be up meaningfully. So, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's the Arc Dev, right? You're talking about? I'm sharing the, on the screen. Under, he's a yeah. I think his name's Mark, though, right? Yeah, yeah. His, his name is Mark. We've been Mark. working with him a lot on uh, crazy solution we're implementing over at X Populous, and these guys. I I think we evaluated every gaming wallet or like custodial wallet solution under the sun, and these guys are like the best. I really love that team. I can't say enough good things about them. Our team was so impressed. Wow by their infrastructure and all the things that they've worked through. I think they just announced something with, with Treasure yesterday, but we're really, really excited to work closely with them. And I think um, I'm just really blown away by how impressive that team is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Uh, it was 16 hours ago. Um, Jay, I'm excited to co-host a new gaming Twitter space series with JPEG Ape of Treasure Dow. So I think that's what they announced. And they're, they're going to get into more gaming content, which you absolutely love to see. 
they're um, doing they're doing a they're doing something with Treasure Dow. Yeah. So well, okay, so Treasure Dow think... are the people behind Magic, which is which is yeah. the Arbitrum gaming system. So maybe that's where he's going. Yeah, definitely. So I guess we'll see what happens there. Uh, but look, a lot of look. It's fun to see like a lot of teams uh, just like building cool shit and just keep going at it. And and you know I like that 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 arc of like them like you know bouncing back from the Microsoft thing and just like fucking, love it. I love that. See now that is dope. Like that's teams you want to like get behind in a way. Exactly right. Because it's like he literally got his whole ecosystem rugged by Microsoft. Like right, those things went from twenty ETH to like zero pretty much. Like a lot of people were just counting him out. Right. And and that is like. That is really impressive. I think credit credits should go where, where credits are due is here uh, because it's um it's extremely impressive. There's they're at one point thirty five ETH, but it seems like there's what he was saying. There's sixty listed, uh, seventy nine items on OpenSea are listed. So I mean that doesn't mean it's a buy for anyone listening. Like that does not mean you're buying the NFT world. But yeah, you can be an incredible dev. You still need funds. Yeah. He used to raise money to yeah. build out a proper game. But um, it is he's definitely somebody I think is doing some of the right things it seems like yeah interesting yeah i mean you know definitely don't discount them as a team that's what mendo's saying i think you're absolutely uh right when it comes to that so super interesting uh on that front but yeah the other uh the other big uh big topic yesterday i don't know if you guys saw sadly my favorite car maker uh you know just had to come and completely fumble the bag here on this one nearly breaks my heart sorry i'm like am i like like, like, am I like not the usual my usual self today or something? I'm like, I feel like I'm being negative today. <laughs> Are you really that big a, a Porsche guy? But I say my dream car, like my first car, will be a Porsche. I haven't, like, I've never owned a car. Fun fact, because I was Uber everywhere. I find like I hate, like, I don't get caught texting driving all the time. I actually don't recommend it. It's actually illegal. So if you're listening, don't text and drive. But, <laughs> but, but you know, it's my dream okay. car. So when I see Obi's first car, I think was a Porsche, right? Was it was it? my my se- my first car was a Ford Fiesta. My second car was a was a nine eleven. Actually, nice glow up. Actually, took a look. I took a look in <laughs> you were one of those guys, <laughs> dude. I heard he yeah. was one of. Was, the it, a bo- one was of it a Boxster? So was it a Boxster? So no, it was it was a nine eleven. It was a nine nine six. Do you have a recognized license plate? Uh, no, but I did. I did have my initials. I did have OSF in the license plate. Yo, the Porsche 996 is that's right, cool. Dude, I, I hate myself so much. Ten years ago, <laughs> Yo, the 996 is gangster though. Did you have it all white? No, it was silver. It was oh, silver. nice. I, so here's what happened, and I'm sharing my screen. There was still five thousand nine hundred and eighty-six left to mint. So that means there's been a thousand five hundred bozos who minted that. And so what happened is, um, basically. Uh, 7,500 units, uh, 0.911 ETH mint price uh, for the 911 Porsche. You get the 3D model, whatever it is they promise them. So um, that's the official website. I went, I did the whole thing. So I even went through the whole thing like last week, the process of allow listing myself, like same for Nigeria. Like I was trying to do the thing because I was trying to support the drop because I thought it was really cool to have these big brands potentially, possibly, maybe do it properly. And they both just like shit the bed. I'm going to tell you guys about some stuff I found about Nigeria in a second, which is absolutely terrible. You don't even own those NFTs uh, if you bought them, if you managed to buy them. Uh, but with, with, with Porsche, it's just like not reading the room. It's not understanding the market. So then I went on in a couple group chats, like, who the fuck advised these people? And I found out, and I'm not going to name names uh, because they've asked me to, to, to not call it out. It was me. But there's some people... Well, it's definitely not you, but 
so many no, serious people. Serious there, people. There, there's some so, people. I was. Yeah, so I was thinking maybe like Porsche like had the wrong advice. That's the first thing I always think about a brand like this. Turns out they were actually advised by the right people that gave them some tips, and they're all friends of ours. They're very smart in the space. They have a lot of respect for. Turns out Porsche refused to listen and just went yeah. around until they found the yes man to tell them that what they was doing is good. So it's not even a case of like, oh, Web3 advisors failed them. This is a case of a brand coming in and thinking they know better because they're Porsche and 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 trying to do this having advisors (laughs) what's the point so they have brooke brings up a really good point because yeah no you bring up a really good point because we always try to like lay blame on the like Mm -hmm. agencies and advisors but like at Mm -hmm. the end of the day they don't they don't have agency over those decisions like they can make recommendations but it's the brand that has to decide so this doesn't surprise me it's it's crazy so i saw this thread from from sammy who's he's also a, a a listener here and and so he says Porsche made thirty three billion dollars in sales revenue in twenty twenty one gross profit nine bill, and PBT of six bill uh, proceeds from seven point five KNFTs at point nine eleven ETH is eleven million USD that contributes to zero point zero three percent of their top uh, top line. How much do they care, right? So clearly, like they wouldn't really care about 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 this money. So why are you like entering Web three, which is usually like you want to enter in a proper way for your like brand? like growth strategy and marketing strategy, like do it right. Not like they owe us anything in Web3. I'm not taking this from a perspective, oh, I'm a Web3 whatever, like lover and like you guys should enter a space and respect us. Not even that front. It's like respect your own brand. Like this is such a bad look because now the headline was Porsche NFTs fails to mint out only sell 60% of their supply. That's the that's what goes out on Instagram. I saw Metaverse shout to them. They posted that. That's the headlines that get picked up. And we look so like are these unrevealed dumbass. or are they is this them revealed? Um, no, they're unrevealed. You get like a, you get. So, like, I guess my question is you get why this. one year so You get a three D model like this. So much fun versus like like go on to OpenSea right now. Type in McLaren. Type in type in Renault. I didn't buy any um, of those. Um, yeah, Renault sold seven thousand pictures of cars. Um, I think McLaren sold like a few thousand, right? Like why? I think it's just the price, right? It wasn't. Why did this fail? Seems to be a very aggressive price and size. That's that's what be one of the biggest raises of the year. But like in terms of actually what it was, I don't know if this is that different than like McLaren. But it's not about the product being wrong. You don't even really understand your own brand. Drop nine hundred and eleven at point nine eleven and make it so those nine eleven when there's different event. Art Basel Porsche had a dope activation. Porsche makes like the best activations. Like they invented like Mm. the luxury brands. Invented what NFTM efforts are trying to copy. The soul house model, the access model, the luxury model. Oh, you have uh you're whaling this, we'll give you special access to that. Like that that you're a holder of this, you get VIP to a party. This is the model that was invented by the LVMH, Dior, Louis Vuitton, Porsche. You know, like let's say you buy mm. a, a lot of Porsches, you get invited to this private racing experience and like in in uh, in uh, in fucking I don't know Finland because they actually have this thing right if you're like they have all these like programs for Porsche drivers so like why aren't you like replicating a program that you've invented and created already but within an NFT space where there's a lot of rich people in our space a lot of people who can afford Porsches right and like a lot of people would buy this Porsche NFT to have better access to the brand I was down to buy this NFT at first because like you know what if it gets me an inch closer to the Porsche team that's worth it for me for Rug Radio for myself personally. I love the brand. Like I want to have it, right? I want this NFT. But then I see the the supply, and I'm like, there's 7,500 other people that are gonna be paying that much. Surely they can't be giving 7,500 people this much access, and I'm just gonna be one of many at a price of like two thousand dollars. 
not worth it. Yeah, I, I just I, I know what you're saying. I just don't know if it's that different to what else has been sold yeah. in space. I think they well they did far too high a supply. I agree with you. Like Porsche should be going for luxury small sizes versus large sizes. The pricing seems madly off. Like this is embarrassing. It's the same amount of revenue. Just start small. Don't try and sell ten thousand. Don't try and make ten thousand ETH from an NFT sale as your first foray into the space as a brand. Like very very few people can do that. Yeah. Um, I also like. I heard about the marketing. Seems like they're doing like giveaway retweets, that sort of stuff. It's just mm. it doesn't give. The best marketing they did was with NFT. Now, when they were at the event, I thought that was yeah. dope. That's why I thought they were going to end up like doing something cool because you saw them at, at outside the 90cc. They had a Porsche car. Did you remember that Ovi? There was like a this car there just hanging back. That was OSF's car. That was OSF's car. Yeah, like, that was they were little... marketing. I sold it back to Porsche. They definitely did like good there. Like I thought that was good. Like we, there was a Porsche logo, yeah. like on all the banners and all that stuff. They had a car there. They did an activation. They did a couple articles on there. They did a couple threads on there. Like so I thought that was a cool activation with NFT now. So clearly they had the right people. Matt, Matt Vettel's team—they're smart motherfuckers, bro. They would never advise Porsche to do seventy-five hundred pieces of nine eleven. So that's why it led me to think like there's no chance. There's no chance Porsche listened. <laughs> You know well, what I mean? I, I also no think yeah, well. to play like devil's advocate on that though is like a couple of things. One, I feel like so you know, I'm, and and this is less about like the Porsche guys or like whoever advised them, but everyone goes like, why didn't this brand talk to like a DJ? And I actually saw uh, Alex Burkow from OpenSea tweet this, and I agreed. It was like, bro, if you talk to a fucking DJ, and they're gonna be like, yeah, you need to like build community and like hype and stuff, and your mint's gonna go well. That doesn't translate into like an executable strategy or go-to-market strategy. It usually takes a lot of work. I think uh, maybe where they, maybe what they did was they thought like you know they probably did that active because that activation in person was sick. I got sick during um, Art Basel, but I remember watching around the, the Porsche installation. I was like, wait, what the hell are they doing here? This is actually pretty cool, and seeing like a lot of people taking photos, all this stuff. But I think maybe they thought like, oh, this activation went so well at this event that like our follow on thing will go pretty well. Cause it seemed like that Delta, that mm-hmm. time period between like activation at, at Basel to mint was like very low with, without much going on in between. Like if they, if they kind of went on this media tour, if you will, like, like a lot of people will do or, you know, they'll go on like rug radio or whatever fucking Ryan Carson's little grifting thing is called. And they'll go and be like, Hey, we're, we're here. And uh, they'll go talk to a bunch of other people as well in the ecosystem and, get some traction going on and, and people talking about them and, and engaging in the community. But I think they didn't do any of that. And I, I think that <laughs> the other thing is maybe they have some ego. We're like, yeah, why weren't they grifting with us? <laughs> yeah, so there's a thing. So for me, so, for me, so hold on. for me, annoyed. one of the flags that I think I wrote it to a few friends, I was like, we haven't like, usually like when the big brands come in, like you always get like a DM, a little email. Like we always do. And and so for this one we didn't. So I was like, wait. No, but NFT head- now are proper. NFT one, no, they're proper. They're proper. They're great partner to have. We sponsored their event, same as Porsche did. We were at the same thing, and I did so because I fucking love those guys. So that's why I was, I was, I, I, that's what led to me thinking that's clearly on the brand side. There's no chance like proper people really understand, um, understand like the space like they that they do. Um, like they do. I uh, would say that. So it's just like, and then they didn't, you know, they didn't reach out like they really did it like it was really like uh i can tell you guys because i've asked a few people like I, I wrote a few things and a few people reached out so i know what went down it's like porsche wasn't listening 
I don't, dude, I, I, like, honestly, I don't believe that. Like, I know this is some hater shit to say, but, like, I really don't think, like, I, yeah, yeah this I kind is, of agree with Kobe. Yeah. Like, bro, I get it's NFT, I like those guys, but it's like, it's a fucking website to learn about NFT news. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are these people, were they going to write a lot? They have their own shit going on. They're not going to drop everything they're going and be like, Portia, let me fucking put together a 30 page document for you on how to go to market. Let me create a marketing schedule for you that has every week scheduled out in content posts. Like that's a full time fucking job for a few months. Like they probably gave them really good high level ideas, but without any of the implementation. And then Portia probably also has their own bias. It's a combination of things. I wouldn't be surprised if they went like, well, look at fucking Tiffany. Like Tiffany did that shit and they made a bunch of money. Why can't we fucking do that? But even Tiffany did it better. <laughs> oh, they they, they did it way better. I, I they were the main. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't think I didn't think NFT now were the main advisors. I thought I no, thought they're they not. Had... They were not. They were not. They're just they're just like us. They're like an advert. They're like a media partner. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, That's it. So I think they. I wouldn't necessarily think that, that they were the people. No, doing they were not. I spoke to Matt. Matt. Okay. That's what I'm saying. They is advisors. like who who's like full time advisor? It's it's like less about. You know, it's not about like a knock on NFT. Now they have like, bro, they fucking crush it. There's only yeah. 24 hours in a day. Like, if I'm 20, spending 24 hours a day, I'm sleeping for eight hours, eating, doing all this shit. The rest of my days, we're building this company. And then, what are they gonna? What are they gonna find the hours to be like? Okay, Portia, let me hand walk you through hours and hours of things. Like, I don't know who advised them, but it it's a full time gig for a few months at least. Yo, what up, guys? I just want to just jump in real quick. What's up, Sydney? What up, what up? I, if you go onto the licensing in terms of service on the Porsche, uh, you know, ETH uh, drop, it's actually registered to a company called Dreams or Road to Dreams or some shit. So, like, I really don't think that Porsche, and if you really notice that, like, Porsche didn't, didn't tweet about it from their main account. Like, they, they licensed the name Porsche to, to uh... an, a, a, an agency whose like primary goal was huh. for a primary sale like that's their business model and and then they they like you know walked away and Porsche was like all right cool like here's our like web3 we got covered like you know and and this this licensing company or they're the agency that like you know took this this name they took the entire wrong approach right cuz they thought shit we got Porsche we can the event went incredibly well we'll pay a couple influencers or I'm I shouldn't say influencers but the media companies to you know help promote it and it's it's porsche of course people will buy it like but that's what happens when like you know these these agencies like aren't in the culture of web3 and they don't understand the ethos like they're still they're still in 2020 mindset or 20 early 2020 mindset like it's so yeah it was just it 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 just goes to show you that like web2 brands should not license their (laughs) their name and likeness to agencies whose primary revenue model is primary sale sellouts like you need to if a brand is trying to get into the web 2 space it needs to think like from a 10-year horizon and reverse engineer it what is your brand going to look like in web 3 in 2030 and like how is your brand going to leverage the technology to make your, your company a better company and and then reverse engineer that and the drop should reflect how do you get to that goal in 2030 and how do you build that product or that service for your customers? And, and yeah, like it, yeah, like the Porsche, the Porsche shop was just like a lesson to all web two brands. to so just be careful who you be careful who you work with, be careful who you associate yourself, be, be very like, you know, uh, 
keep your brand identity really close to the chest and uh, make sure that you don't just like do dumb licensing deals. I mean, RoadToDreams.com goes to Porsche, NFC.Porsche.com. I think, and it's a GmbH, which is like a German entity. So I'm pretty sure it's their entity, but they create an entity for that. If if you do some deep dives, it goes. It's it's like a little. I don't know, man. Like it, it's just like a little sketch that like it just it, like it drives back to a PO box. No nowhere does like it, it link back to Porsche. Nowhere did Porsche promote the drop. It's just there, there's like a little couple red flags that I was just like, eh, I don't I don't know how, uh, I don't know how involved Porsche is in, in the in the you know the rollout of the web. Yeah, when you speak to CMOs, they're, they're like they have two main problems. It's like take this problem off my hand, like make it easy for me because I don't really know what's going on in Web three. And the other one is is I need to show I can make money for me to get resources to actually do this. So maybe it was a bit of an arm's length transaction at the start with Porsche, the CMO just being like, yeah, just show that we can make some money and then we can make it into a bigger deal. Um, that's what you hear from so many different brands. It's, it's interesting in what you just said, like, oh, you need you need to plan for 2030 for these brands. And you kind of rightly, I would say, or may, maybe understandably rather than rightly, most companies don't think like that. They just don't. Like, if you're an executive at a company, you're really scared about the next two years. And if you're not delivering value, often it's um, it, in those two years, it's just like, oh, just don't bother me with it. So I think the way that corp the corporate Western world is set up in that you have short-term goals which Dex is all trying to hit, you're probably not going to get that many great big brand moves into this space. Yeah, no, it's just yeah, it's funny how the, how she goes. I'm curious about this road to dream stuff that Sydney's talking about. I'm just reading the terms and conditions. They're German terms and conditions. I mean they're in English of course, but it's called the Road to Dreams NFT platform. So it's it's a platform. I wonder if it's a, this is a platform that's owned by Porsche because it's it's a GmbH and it's based GmbH in Berlin. is a German company. Yeah, it's yeah. based in Germany. And when you German click on it, it leads to this, at least of the nft.porsche.com. So um also curious about that. Like maybe it's people, you know, Sydney probably might be right. Like maybe it's people that came in and pitched them something and thought they knew better. And Porsche, you know, gave their brand and said, yeah, do build this for us. And then they went and fumbled. But they still fumble on behalf of Porsche. So it's still the fault of the main brand. Like at the end of the day, like it all falls on the brands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Mm. It's like you guys hire someone tomorrow that like Canary and they do something and it's dumb. Like, it's not it's their fault, but like Canary is the one who looked bad. Like, you know? That's just like how um I would never be advising them to do fucking <laughs> what how many NFTs at 0.9? That's that seems to be the fatal white? thing. I actually don't think them them selling pictures of cars is that fatal. Like you've seen other people do it. But you just gotta you gotta be really sure about the price point and um you gotta do the marketing right as well. So bro, this, bro I, I saw a tweet that was on. like, yo, point nine one one ETH. If there was a nine point or there was a nine one one supply, that should have been an instant sellout. That's what I was saying too on yeah, here. Nine one one supply at point nine one one instant sellout. No, no brainer. No, I would have minted that shit. I'd be down for like a thousand units at point nine ETH as Porsche. Let's see where it takes me. Let's go. Like super down. Like how many? How many were the NF tips? Like how, how many of those? Uh, Three hundred was it? No less. Yeah. Yeah, 300? I think oh, I heard 285. They got 30 ETH, and you got a you got a 
a medallion. First of all, <laughs> it feels that, like Porsche could yeah, have done but, something here with similar sort of. They're actually metrics. selling their product. That would be no. The equivalent of this is if Porsche was selling us a hundred thousand NFT dollar NFT, but comes with a car because the car's worth hundred K. NFT have sold you a pendant, but they're actually giving you the pendant that's worth. Like in terms of like the gold, the diamonds, the, the they could Tiffany. have given you a helmet. They could have given you, they could have given exactly. you some sort of car accessory, which is incredibly valuable. Like they could have done two hundred and fifty items, by the way, uh, Tiffany. I want yeah. Red Sky branded driving gloves, dude. And if I don't Same. get a, the Porsche picture, should have just been OSF's fucking Perhaps car. I'm flooring it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Me and OSF were talking about this exact stuff. Like, uh. Maybe, maybe from for everything that we would ever gonna do going forward, it's just uh, the the wreck wreck guys just get it for free because otherwise, yeah, uh, you got to think of them as as your as your marketing, uh, like guerrilla marketing for good products rather than for and customers for for like normal products. I don't know. We've we've been we've been talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting. Go ahead, Sydney. Oh my bad. I, I was gonna say like it's crazy right now because like the meta seems to be that like especially with these big brands like you either need to do a really small supply and like understand that you're building a community from the ground up and it could be a higher price point right like as long as you know your target market is gonna is gonna benefit from like what you're getting like you said like the the NFTs like they knew exact like they executed that so well and it got so much hate but at the end of the day like the value that they were giving back was equal or more to what the nfts cost right it just from intrinsic value of what you are getting of the utility like it's it's plays like that that work with these brands when they when there's something to like latch on to and the opposite it's either that or okay how do we onboard you know as many people as possible at the lowest price point right with like the reddit model right it's like we're not trying to suck liquidity out which like the objective here is to onboard as many people to web three like which is an admirable you know i found it as well you know i found it uh on the porsche website newsroom digital art is just one aspect of porsche's web3 strategy yada 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 this and then it goes distribution is carried out by roto dreams gmbh a new company founded by a partner fan zone there we go mm-hmm. so that's on the official porsche newsroom um you know uh it says it right there so this is what's fan zone forward 31 launches startup fan zone porsche drives it's i don't know what it is i've never heard of a a fan zone it seems like it's a company under porsche though like it's i think it's a company called porsche digital like even when you put like road to dreams gmph and and you end up on the linkedin for porsche digital and porsche digital is a company that's the digital branch of porsche so it seems like it's all in-house honestly if it's all in house, that's crazy. yeah. See here, <laughs> the demand for classic trading cards and albums has been broken for decades. Says Christian Norla, head of company building at Porsche Digital. With Fanzone, we are now digitizing the promising market. We look forward to strategically supporting Fanzone and the team. Dirk Whale. So, um, it seems like there's, um, yeah, it seems like it's all like in house. Honestly, uh, it's interesting. But yeah, this is a, uh, this is the people behind the Porsche drop. I've never heard of any of these people. Uh, that's the alpha though like before any drop yo go read the terms of service go find like you know the weird ass names and companies linked to the drops and then do what fro just did and like just do your own research on that shit and really really took me two seconds yeah yeah, exactly right like 
the internet is there. You can go and find these people. Like I, and 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 then like go see if they have a Twitter presence. Go see if they understand Web three. Go see if they go check their wallets, right? And like that that alone will tell you like what their plans are for the future. But you need. Do you see? Like I let it led me to this. So it's basically um, it's a startup called Forward Thirty One that they're working with. And basically, the company builder Forward Thirty One is a business unit of Porsche Digital. They focus on building a portfolio of promising startups and tap into new. So Porsche Digital seems to be the company, and within Porsche Digital, they're like buying up or partnering with companies in order to build a digital arm to Porsche. Which again, it show, Porsche has the right idea. Like they have a whole. Yeah, see, they have a, they have a, they've opened a whole branch for that, Sydney, uh, for digital uh, aspect of Porsche. It's very interesting. Um, so it's clearly a lot going on there. Uh, but then this is the people that did the job here. Yeah, Forward Thirty One is the Porsche digital company builder. Boom. So it is in house uh, in a way, uh, but it's um, there's a lot of layers to it. Let's just call it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, thanks for Sydney for coming on and and, and talking about that because that made me just. Uh, dig a little deeper so there's a lot of layers to this like porsche then porsche digital then it goes to fan zone which is 430 which is a company by 431 or whatever the fuck so there's layers to this shit (laughs) yeah yo that's why when you see like when you like that's why i love the adidas drop that's why i love the nf tiffany's drop because like the founder quote unquote of those projects were Mm in-house like you know, you could go to their LinkedIn. They were head of digital of those companies, yeah. like, and they were doxxed as fuck. And you like, could hit you up could Deepak go, and his team you could, for, it, if you have exactly, problems with TIFF. Exactly. And you could really find out, like, what the, what are they trying to do? What's the goal here? What's the, you know, they, they jump on spaces. They do all that shit. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like, the, the, the it just goes back to doxing, man. Like, the, the more, the, the harder it is to understand, like, wh- who's behind the shit, what's going on, like, where's... Where's their ten year vision for these NFTs? Like, yeah, that that's my whole thing. You know, it's like think about the future, which is so hard to do, right? Like, like you were saying, like, like these companies have two year goals, right? And these CEOs and, and the CMOs, they all have to hit these benchmarks. Of course, right? they do. It's and, and sell it's the a hardest, fucking company, dude. It's the hardest thing to navigate. We just did a deal with uh, with Warner Chapel Music, right? And like, they're they're under Warner Warner Music, which is publicly traded. So it's like it's literally every single decision that we do has to hit 20 emails and and 19 of them like don't have a wallet like like you know they don't understand anything that we're we're trying to do so it's like this really like bro it took us two years to get the deal and then like from that it's like trying to convince somebody to think about yeah delayed gratification like when your job is all based on instant gratification for the company. It's really tough. It's, it's so to insane. Fuck. And now they've made 1,360 ETH or like 1,400 ETH in, like, from people in the space. And when you think about it, what's that? That's it's a lot of money. That's $2.2 million. They're going to go back to Porsche. Oh, look, we were successful. We made $2.2 million in a yeah, day. And like, then what they do is, <laughs> is then they take, and then they take that information and that money doesn't go into a treasury for the, for the project. That money goes directly to the company. Right. And then they have to request next year's budget for digital marketing. So it comes out of a it's all budget requests. It's not even like, OK, cool. We just made all this money. How do we put it back to the community and, and build something with it? It's all right. Cool. I got to make another request for how much money I need for my next initiative. It's 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 tough, yo. It's really tough. Yeah, That's why I think it's like, I, like it's going to be a 10 year, a 10 year thing to get like Web2 brands onboarded. And it's going to be all through like the simplification of like 
you know, like I said, either really tiny communities, 1000 or less, like all around a, a based around a value prop that like un, is understandable, or it's going to be like these gigantic, you know, onboarding experiences uh, that are disguised as digital collectibles and, and nobody says the word NFT around it. Yeah. I'm getting a text from, and then we got you guys 12, so we have to shut it down here, but uh, apparently in the terms of certain conditions, you can get a refund from the NFT mail within 40, 14 days. I'm, I'm asking Frozen Grapes to send the, the post, the, the, the thing. So it wow. seems like there's, how does that work? Like, I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm curious to see what happens there. Um, I don't know. Like imagine like a thousand people asking for refunds. No, that's a that's a mind that's a mind fuck moment. Hold up, <laughs> if you can if if you can get a refund and the def- and the price is under floor right now, that's I'm crazy. so confused. I'm trying to get the TNC. I, I had the terms and conditions open two seconds ago. Uh, on the here I have them, but I'm just curious to see if. Uh, anyways, we'll report back tomorrow, I guess, uh, on that. But it's. Interesting uh, things. I guess we have to talk about these things on the show. I know they're not so super positive, but you know people need to fucking. What a hear negative it, right? show! I think today, right? What a negative show, man. I'm pissed. You, you know what? I have negative. an interview. I have an interview with Binance in an hour on Spaces, so you guys should all fucking tune in. I see Binance NFT on here, and so that one's gonna be positive. I'm gonna bring the fucking heat. I'm gonna pin it at the top. It's called. Binance NFT chat, life of a founder with Farouk. It's at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in 51 minutes. And uh, I'll bring out some more. Po- you know, I'm going to go roll a spliff and come back. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and no, roll a spliff with CZ. You know, you know, <laughs> but there is there is a, there is number 14. It says the instruction on the right of withdrawal, right of withdrawal. You have the right to withdraw from this contract within 14 days without giving any reason. The withdrawal period is 14 days uh, from the date of the conclusion of the contract. To exercise your right of withdrawal, you must inform us, Road to Dreams, GmbH, Motorola Crazy Berlin address, and email address, info at roadtodreams.com, our decision to withdraw from this contract by an unequivocal statement. Example, letters sent by post or email. You may use the attached model, so they even give you like an attached model. Like They didn't write it down for you. You can copy-paste that. Send the, the terms and conditions and get your money back if you want. Okay, so uh, it's interesting. Uh, you could get your money back and buy it back for point one cheaper if you want on the on the on the on Open <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. Anyways, well, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it more tomorrow. Um, you know, and I'm sure uh, there's gonna be some really happy news uh, coming up tomorrow. Man, there's yeah, gonna have a up. more positive show, I think, tomorrow. Let's talk about one project you actually like in this space. Maybe let's start there. Um, let's see. I'm trying to leave on a positive note, but even my me bits are falling under threes. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> no, the stable coin. Not the stable coin. It's been depegged. <laughs> it's been depegged, bro. Depegged. It's like de de depegged. I'm trying to look for something. I'm trying to look for 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 uh for a pump here or something, uh, so we can report on it. There's nothing. Uh, but I'm kidding. But uh, tons of uh, tons of good stuff happened. But anyways, uh, we'll um, uh, you know we'll see all uh, uh, we'll see all tomorrow. Oh wait, oh never mind. There were it's a Hugo Labs tweet. I thought they were just announcing something, but they're not. So I guess we'll see all tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we'll have better news for y'all. Uh, <laughs> but that's that, that's the scope of, the scope of the news today on the show. So anyways, anyways, remember you still have ten minutes, thirteteen minutes. Rock.fm forward slash. 
rewards, R-E-W-A-R-D-S. So we hit 1,000 uh, subscribe members. But you can claim Rug Token every single uh, GM Web3 show. I forgot to claim my own. So I'm going to go up and claim my Rug, to- my full Rug Token. The, the code today. <laughs> you claim Rug every fuck show? Fuck yeah, I claim every show. Bro, I create the thing and I, create, I claim it. Dude. I'm going to get my full rug and you know what? It's going to add up, you know, it's going to add up and it's going to make, and it's going to look pretty good. And so I'm excited for that. So here's, here's how you do it. You know, it's very simple. You go to the claim website, claim secret code, and then you put Porsche P O R S C H E and boom, that's simple. Wow. I like full more rug. You see how like seamless it is, Mando. Uh, yeah. And so that's how it is. And it's super, super dope. So remember to claim that. And if not opt in with the membership pass or Genesis NFT, um, you know, I think you just pay like you have to sign once and then you're done. So that's all I did. Uh, and if mm-hmm. you're not comfortable, you know, to delegate cash, just one wallet. You can also just get a membership pass and put your rugs in the vault uh, to use it. It's, uh, it's fairly simple. And we're at uh, we're at a thousand uh, thousand and four members now. So shout out to everyone. And with that, with that, with that, with that, we'll see y'all tomorrow morning, ten thirty eight. Mando's like, <laughs> I'm the host. <laughs> Oh, it's true. You have to. Sh- oh! I'm gonna have to close the show. Hold oh, on, shit. hold on. Okay, you're closing. You're closing. Phone. You're closing the show. You're closing the show. You want to close up the final words and I'll play the jingle, Mando. You wanna. You wanna close up. You close up, Mando. Yeah, the host. And with that, with that, with that, with that, <laughs> brings to the end of the show. We'll see you tomorrow, 10:30 a.m. Eastern, 7:30 a.m. Pacific, for another episode of Rug Radio. Let's go. This beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. Rock Radio. <sighs> All right, now you can.